We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jumping right in. Oh, man. Well, I'll, I'll warn you. There's a little uh, thunder rumblies out there. So if, yeah. if I go away, it's because I lost power. But Same. We we got the same thing happening here. Yeah. So I get it. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to start it right away because I wanted you to see what I'm doing to you right now. But the, the Giants, I mean. Yeah, but you, you, know. see, you see who that is? Strahan? Uh, Saquon. Saquon. Sorry. I got Saquon. I was like, I was like is, this a, is this a Hall of Fame thing? Like, is <laughs> Brett Favre and the stupidest sack record ever? Like, <laughs> hey, I got, I got Saquon's jersey tee on. I got the Penn State hat. I got Saquon for Heisman when he was with Penn State because after you talked shit about him last week, guess who's back on the practice field? Okay. Practice? You're going to talk about practice? Practice. You got to start somewhere. Uh, for those of you listening with high quality headphones, yes, I did just open a beer and pour it. Sorry. Uh, I will do the same. Thank you to Colin Tniglia. I'm able to enjoy a nice cold uh, Queen Charlotte Pilsner from our sponsor, Protagonist Brewing. So uh, I I have to admit, this is the last one that you sent me. So um, <laughs> they, they did not last long in the house, which is always good sign in the root household that's, i saw uh, that's probably um, the, the best rating you can get right there is the fact <laughs> that they disappeared quickly out of the fridge yeah i saw on uh on tap that you said they were crushable so i knew oh, they yeah. probably wouldn't last very long <laughs> oh yeah that's why i was like we have to record this week so i guess other news for for everyone listening in um we're without our schlub this week so maybe maybe i'll be the honorary schlub this week but uh ethan ethan's out exploring the mountains out west with his family so um you know he takes pilgrimage he's got family out there out west he usually takes uh a vacation once or twice a year you know i think uh I'm, what are you, he's not he's not much of a hiker is he i mean he'll, he's gonna go up in the mountains right but i'd be surprised if he even knew how to hike if that if that's a thing so <laughs> You know, I am. I am going to say. I, I don't know. I don't know if your wife listens, but I am going to say uh, one more vote for, in the future if we need to sub for uh, Christine Toddy Cernelia. Uh, I mean, she she would. That, then I would definitely be the honorary schlub because she puts both of us to shame. But well, 
it's funny you should say does she listen uh yay yes she does listen and b so i put up every every wednesday because we record on wednesday nights i put up on our facebook group and on our twitter page if you're not following either one of those accounts follow them right now they're in the show notes but i put up a mailbag question anyone have questions for us on the pod right in and she wrote in twice this week yeah and the first question was she said well it wasn't even a question it was i've somehow made it into multiple episodes now will the trend continue tonight oh absolutely right off the bat (laughs) right off the bat (laughs) yeah so she's starting the episode though and 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 when you do listen to this toddy uh you would be great just saying just saying yeah but yeah we we almost number two well, we almost convinced her to be on that. That's what Matt is kind of alluding to right now is we almost convinced her. She said yes. Then she backed out. So hopefully now the peer pressure of everybody hearing this next time Ethan decides that he's not cool enough to hang out with us. She'll want to sit in. But the real question. So get this. <laughs> You're going to have to think hard. The real question that she asked is what sports will Stella play? And for those Ooh. who don't know, Stella is my daughter and she is just a little over one years old. So doesn't really have too much in terms of development done yet. But Matt, what do you think? What do you think? What sports she's going to play? Oh, shit. I mean, you were, weren't you playing Yankees highlights to her when she was growing up? So, I mean, so you've already predisposed her to like, you know, she could be one of the, one of the first women to play in the major leagues. You never know. Um, That's true. And right now, I don't know, just, Right now, there's a ton of girls playing in the Little League World Series. Awesome. I've, I've seen them on, yeah, so it's, oh, it's already was, happening. Who was the knockout pitcher from Philadelphia? Like, she was the shutdown pitcher Monet. from Philadelphia a couple years ago? Uh, Monet, who, I think, was, was yeah, her name. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, I mean, that was that was pretty cool. I know she wasn't the, the first girl, but she was a, a dominant girl, which was awesome to see. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I remember she had the braids that like day. She just, she looked fierce. She was good. She was, yeah. I, put it this way, when I was that age, I wouldn't want to to face her i wouldn't want to step in the batter's box <laughs> the video i saw today of one of the girls what she's a catcher and it was a um so they they must have the drop third strike rule in little league now i, I don't think they had it when we were playing uh, you you did the umpiring so, so uh, maybe you know but we i saw it was a drop third strike you know pitch in the dirt got away from her so the runner runs down and it's what like 40 feet to first base or whatever like super 60, close 60, uh, 60 uh, no no feet. you're right 40 never mind 60s yeah no, oh, it is right. 60. No, yeah, it is 60. It is yeah, 60. Yeah. 90 feet yeah. for, for baseball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so the kid's flying and she just pops out just like Higgy, you know, just pops right out, grabs the ball, chucks it down to first. The first baseman caught it so smoothly, like he knew the whole time that it was coming ah. and just like, you know, threw it for the uh, around the horn after that. It, it was like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know, like the sex wouldn't even have mattered because she fit yeah. right in. Perfect. Yeah. Well, 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 so back to your question. Um I'm uh, and, and this isn't uh, I, I got to base it on something. So mom and dad met at a running store. <laughs> so I, I may she could be a sprinter. Mm-hmm. She could be a long distance runner. I mean, heck, I've got a, a, a close friend's fiance is an ultra marathoner. Like when I first. All uh, right. <laughs> Thank you for the quick editing, Colin. Um, but you know, before the power went out, what I was saying is that you, you and you and Toddy met at a uh, a running store so she could be you know like my, my friend's fiance you know when i met her a couple weeks ago she's like oh yeah i just ran 30 miles this morning and it's like 
could you say that anymore nonchalantly? So, you know, maybe she's an ultra marathoner. Maybe she's a, a track star. Maybe she's, a, I don't know, you, you know, you were soccer and baseball. Toddy was lacrosse. Maybe she's a, a star of a, a sport we've never even dreamt of yet. Yeah, that, that could um, be true. A sport that hasn't even been invented yet. Yeah. Or is like popular or is, isn't popular now, but is way more popular, you know, 15 years from now. Could be esports for all we know. Yeah. Could be esports, could be paintball. It could be that weird, um, I shouldn't say weird, that frighteningly crazy. Um, I think it's popular over in Asia. It's uh it's like volleyball, but you only can kick the ball with your feet. What? And so like, oh yeah, no, it's nuts. If you guys get a chance to watch it. Um, so they're like passing back and forth, like it's you do like the bump set spike, but you're doing it with your feet. And when the guys spike the ball, they're doing backflips to get their feet above the net to spike the ball down. It's oh so crazy. <laughs> wow. I, I got to find the name and, and look it up. Maybe if I, if I don't find it by the end of the show, we can put it in the show notes. But, like, it was nuts. I don't know if she'll be tall enough to do something like <laughs> that. Nah, <good> <laughs> but, no, I mean, I, I hope she ends up, you know, playing a variety of sports, but... You know, who knows what she's going to want to do. She's her own person. But if I had a choice, it would be either baseball or softball, obviously. I so. mean, you never know. She could end up a musician or yeah. an artist. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Either way, I'll be proud of her. But we answered the question, Toddy, my, my lovely wife. Well, so. I did. You didn't. Well, I said if I had my choice, it would be baseball or softball. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping for more, but okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I have to ask you, so you know how you asked Ethan and I if we knew anybody in Iowa because apparently they were trying to figure out a way to keep the tickets from you know, getting all out of whack for tomorrow's Field of Dreams game. I, I seen, Field of Dreams game. Well, right. Yeah. When people are listening yeah. to this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I have seen that ticket prices are comparable to World Series prices at this point on the you know, secondary sites, TickPick and SeatGeek and all of those. And uh, it's just it's really sad. Like, yeah, you, I, I kind of wish like somebody rich would have just bought up all the tickets and then been like, here, go for free. Like yeah. just, just hand them out to people. Like, why, why do we have to do this? Like everyone was like, well, it's just one game and there's like 3000 seats. And I'm like, well, you don't have to price gouge just to price gouge. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, I think there's 8,000. And, and last time I looked at the prices, which was earlier this afternoon, it was a thousand bucks a seat before fees. And all I can think is, and there was a lot of tickets available too. I mean, there was a lot up for sale. Um, and so you, despite the, the MLB's efforts to keep them local and keep it to actual people who wanted to attend the game, all I could, I shake my head because every damn ticket listed there, all I could think is, man, like you don't care about the game. You don't care about what's going to be special. You're just, you're preying on the fact that it's special to other people and they're willing to pay that money. And yeah. 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 I hear people who resell tickets all the time talk, well, it's market value. And if I can get that money, I'm going to get that money. But yeah. doesn't make it right. Yeah. Doesn't I am excited right. though. I, I was, uh, I was clicking around what the stadium looks like. Uh, I actually watched uh, Colbert's segment last night. He he tried out Guy Fieri's uh, apple pie hot dog, made <laughs> specifically for the Field of Dreams game. That's um, awesome. He did pull out a clip though from 2007, where as uh, as Stephen Colbert on the Colbert Report, 
he mentions that you should put a hot dog in an apple pie because it's the most American thing you can think of. So uh, he took adventure uh, invention credit there, but still, I mean, it, it looks like a lot of fun. I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to tuning into it. Um, I'll have to stay up late a little bit, but uh, I'll make sure I, I get a good, uh, a good beer and, and maybe some special, uh, something specially and, and relax and watch the game. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I hope it all comes out. You know, like obviously it's going to be super special and awesome for the people who are there in person to be able to see it all, touch it all and everything. I hope on TV, it, it kind of gives off some of those same vibes. I mean, I know some of the pictures have been really great, but you can get the good angles and everything. And they're only going to have, you know, the, the baseball angles for the game, yep. but yep. you know, maybe they'll, they'll do some show rounds between innings and uh, before the game and after the game. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, even though uh, 70% of the Yankee roster, it feels like is <laughs> either on the regular IL or the COVID IL at this point. And uh you know, even even the White Sox are a little banged up. The they were supposed to have Rendon start, and now Lance Lynn is starting tomorrow, and Tony Larusa is not going to be there because he's going to a funeral for his sister, some his sister's husband uh, who passed away, and so there'll be a lot of people missing uh, from tomorrow. But I, I think it's still pretty exciting, and um, I have to imagine it will. Uh, ultimately end up being better than the actual movie itself because oh well, yeah yeah <laughs> i know i know feel the dreams is kind of revered uh, within the baseball world but to me it's just kind of like an eh movie i mean i like it i'll watch it but i'm never gonna seek it out like i would i like, mean it's, major it's a feel-good movie line. decides disguised as a sports movie like the whole yeah. the, the the point is you know his bond with his father over baseball um it's not really a baseball movie. That's just, a, but I mean, it's, it's wonderful. I still, I love it, but um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the field. I don't know if, if have you list, looked at kind of some of the designs, like the, yeah. the outfield walls are going to be transparent so you can see the corn. Yeah. Um, you have to walk through the cornfield to get to the actual stadium. It, it's going to be special. Yeah, for sure. I, I would have loved to go, but uh you know, I was quite a hike and <laughs> that price for a ticket is, uh, you know, not, not cheap, but um, hopefully it'll be something good on TV to watch and something good for baseball. Hopefully they'll do yeah. more things like this in the future. Like they, you know, got out to London a couple of years ago yep. and, you know, they're, they're definitely trying. So I'll give them that for the effort, <laughs> but. Um, that was another failed trip when, when, when that first was the, the press release for that first came out and we thought we were going to go to London. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Tickets sold out for that in about 20 seconds. Yeah. And it ended up being from everything I remember. It was so long ago now because it was 2019, right? That it was. Yeah. It was and a slugfest. It was, yeah, it was slugfest that the Yankees ultimately prevailed over the Red Sox. And apparently, so like everybody in England loved it in London uh, the, from a fan's perspective. Uh, and the Yankees, I guess, had a really great time because they stayed like in London and got to you know experience the city and everything. And I guess the Red Sox kind of like decided to stay somewhere in the outskirts. And not only did they get pounded, but they just didn't get to really have much fun. And so they did not enjoy it as much. But that's on the Red Sox. And I don't really feel sorry for them. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh man, the rain's back. Ooh, well, I'll keep my fingers crossed that the power doesn't go out. But um, either either way, we got the magic of podcasting at our fingertips. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It'll um, be good. 
No, I'm 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 actually looking at uh, you know, maybe maybe going to a Yankees game up in New York. I've got vacation to burn, and you know, I've got uh, a little bit of savings I set aside for a vacation that I'm not using right now. So thinking about trying to get some some nice receipts up, uh, up at a game at Yankee Stadium. I'm actually I'm t- Monday. They're targeting uh, the areas of makeup makeup date between the Yanks and the Angels um, in New York. In New York, I think that'd be a fun one. Um, yeah. So I, I'm debating if I can if I can swing that, take a couple of days off, and, and go see the game. But um, you know, I've only I've only seen the Yankees in, in Baltimore this year. I'd like to see a couple more if I can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm I'm personally holding out for the World Series tickets. That will <laughs> <laughs> set me back a few months with uh, uh, the price, uh, but. <laughs> I, I appreciate your optimism there. You know, I'm usually the grumpy one on, on our group chats, but, but enough yeah. about the Yankees. Well, real quick, before we get away, even though they have 70% of their team on the eye out right now, they're 12 and four in their last 16 games. And so they're doing something right. They haven't had a day off in 17 days. They get their first day on Friday. If they end up playing tomorrow, it's not a rain out. So uh, they're, they're going to get a blow. And then I, they have the makeup on Monday, so they don't get that off day, but uh, they've, they've made it exciting again. It's, it's Yankees, Sox, Oakland. It's kind of remember though, three, three of those four series are against the Orioles, the Marlins and the Royals teams. They should be beating anyway. So, right. But prior I'm, to I'm the deadline, optimistic. prior to the deadline, they weren't really doing that. So yeah, yeah, whatever. Got to give credit where credit's <laughs> due. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Maybe, maybe in a little bit, maybe next podcast. Yeah. Maybe by September. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I want to take advantage of Ethan not being here since Ethan, I mean, Ethan's not really uh, invested in the NBA and I'm, I'm not a huge fan. Colin, you're you're the biggest out of all of us, but I did get excited about something I saw, um, which is they announced rule changes. Uh, A couple um, things, I guess they're already starting in the summer league. Uh, but it's something that they want to use in the 2021, 2022 season. Um, and, and it's all centered around um, offensive players and how they're drawing fouls. Uh, and essentially the, you know, the, the use of, and I'm quoting the NBA official Twitter here, overt non-basketball moves used by players to initiate contact with defenders. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because that's not part of the international game. So a lot of these NBA stars already couldn't get away with it in the, uh, in the, in the Olympic play in the pool, FIBA pool. Right. But um, everyone's seen it. I think James Harden's a big one. Uh, Curry does it often as well. I mean, essentially they're, they're getting ready for a jump shot. And if, if they have a good pump fake and they get the defender in the air, they'll hesitate and like jump into the defender they're not even taking a shot. They're just kind of throwing the ball toward the rim, jumping in the defender to draw the foul and um, get the free throws. Um, and it, it, what it leads to, and honestly, there are some times where that may be just incidental contact, but it leads to a lot of really goofy and potentially dangerous plays where you've got an offensive player potentially undercutting or, or knocking off balance, a defensive player who can't control his body anymore. Right. Um, now the, 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 the line I'll draw there is, you know, obviously a defender needs to be punished for not controlling their body. But if they're even if they're jumping straight up, um, an offensive player could jump into them, shoot the ball, and still draw the foul. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what they're trying to get away of, away from. Or uh, kind of what's more egregious, and I think even more dangerous, is uh, this practice that's become more popular these last two or three years of 
as you're taking a jump shot, kicking your leg out mm-hmm. in kind of an unnatural area just to try and, I mean, it looks like they're trying to trip trip the defender in midair, but really they're just trying to initiate contact. So you could you could brush a player with your leg uh, while taking a jump shot, and it would be called an offensive or excuse me a, a foul on the defense. Um, and you would whether or not you make the the jump shot, you would be awarded free throws. Um, so uh, I'm I'm interested to hear what you think, Colin. I'm I'm a little bit excited. Um, I think it'll it'll get rid of some of the absurd plays, some of the um, you know, like it or not, they become part of the game. I think it'll hopefully uh, give a little bit more balance to the defender, some of the to, to some of the defensive specialists out there who are trying to guard against uh, some of these really really ridiculous fouls. Yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, we've already kind of beat it down how slow baseball can be to react to rules that should probably be changed or adjusted and sports like basketball and football change rules every single year, significant rules that have major impacts on games. And I think this one's an awesome one because it's a, a there's, there's two things. The, the easy thing is it gets away from the stupid acting crap. Like, come on, we're, we're playing basketball. Like let's stop being like soccer players and flopping all over the place and yeah, everything. Yeah. Like it's, it drives me crazy. Um, but I think the more important thing is so basketball in its best form is uninterrupted, right? The flow of the game just goes back and forth, back and forth, whether they're making shots or not, the flow of the game is what's really appealing about basketball and when you're blowing the whistle all the time because of these like you know touchy feely fouls that don't make sense when when you say like okay as a defender you're not you're like you were saying you're supposed to you know be straight up and if you lean over that's a foul but like at the same time if you're straight up and an offensive player leans into you that's a foul too like what are you supposed to do there and so yeah um you know i think i think it'll really help the gameplay um, not that basketball is hurting for fans, but you know, when, when you're in a position to you know, grab it by the throat and continue to grow and build, that's, that's where the NBA is right now. Like you look at the NBA's growth, like since the seventies or so, and what they have done to position themselves as, you know, eventually they'll take over the NFL when the NFL has to, you know, basically shut down because they're killing people on the field and, and everything. Um, and the NBA is in a really good spot where they got a ton of young fans. They have a ton of interactive stuff. Uh, the gameplay is fun. They'll figure out the three point, you know, junk and everything. If they got to put in a four point play and nobody's going to care. And, and they'll yep. still try to compare who's ever coming in the future to who's going to be better than LeBron and Michael. And they'll try to compare them, even though they play in completely different eras, completely different rules, courts, you know, all the, all this stuff. But that's the great thing about the NBA is nobody cares because they all love the sport so much that they just get so passionate. And I I just think it's awesome. So I'm totally for it. I I think it really helps the game play it for the most fundamental aspect, but um, man, I wish baseball would <laughs> act more in the way that basketball and football do. Well, and, and you're good about bringing up the flow because um, one of the, one of the things the NBA Twitter feed talked about is a lot of these instances are just going to become no calls, right? So it, they're not going to stop the game. Now there will be instances where it becomes an offensive foul. Um, one of the one of the videos they showed was um, Steph Curry driving down the lane for a floater, 
And literally as he's jumping off to do his, his floater, as he's taking his, his launch, he goes sideways. He, he goes sideways with his shoulder into a defender. Hmm. Nothing about the shooting motion is associated with it at all. Yeah. But yeah. He, he shoulder, I mean, he, he, you know, he, he hurls himself with the guy that I think that that would be an offensive foul in the future, but yeah, um, I didn't even think about offensive fouls that that's really yeah. the point. Yeah. So most of it, it sounds like they're going to be no calls, um, which right. is, which is exciting. Um, now, now, you talk about extreme rule changes. They still haven't adopted the Elam ending, but uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe one of these years, I don't know. That's, that's the one time when, when the NBA can kind of um, mimic the, the slow play and frustratingly slow or zero action time of baseball is the last two minutes, but, uh, um, or I should say the last two minutes of a, of a close game. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm interested to see if that becomes or continues to be um, criticism. If that, if that changes the next five years. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Can you hear the rumbling in the background here? Uh, no, but I don't have, I don't have the volume up too high. Yeah. I'm wondering if the mic's picking it up, people are going to hear it on the podcast tomorrow. It, it, the last two, last night and tonight, it started at like the same time, like five thirty, six o'clock or so last night it went for like four hours. We didn't get any rain, but it just rumbled thunder the, the entire night, you know, for those, those four hours. And it's been doing, the same thing now it's almost 7 30 so it's been yeah a few we, hours. we had a lot of a lot of severe weather last night too it, it like we got the rain which is good because my lawn needs it but yeah <laughs> um but more like scarier than that is uh today we've been under a, a severe heat warning so we had heat indices today in the 108 109 range yeah and i've got i've got employees working outside so yeah. at, at, our, at our morning huddle meeting I, I gave everyone a bottle of gatorade um and asked everyone to drink it um, by the end of the meeting and then i i did a little bit of uh showing off i just unscrewed it and chugged the whole thing in front of everyone <laughs> closed it back up set it aside said all right time to begin the meeting now so um <laughs> my my safety coordinator came up to me after and said well, you look like you've done that before and i said <laughs> maybe not with gatorade but yeah <laughs> i've had some practice yeah you know here and there yeah um, the weather's crazy right now i know um I was telling Toddy earlier, I think it was last night in New York, somebody captured a picture of World Trade One Center and the Empire State Building getting struck by the same lightning bolt at the same time. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll have to, was, I'll have to Google search thing. that later. Yeah, yeah, Hopefully for sure. they make a lot of money off that picture. Yeah, yeah, seriously. It, it definitely had to go viral, so... Um, I, I thought it was awesome. I, I love to see those things, obviously super scary. Like you don't want to get yeah. struck by lightning, but to see the picture was really cool. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, we, we uh, I actually have my phone set up that anytime there's lightning within 25 miles of work, it like buzzes in my pocket just because, again, I've got people working outside. We want to make sure we're keeping everything. So, um, it's a lot more scarier now. I remember back in the Little League days when, you know, anytime there was even a, a whisper of thunder, the fields were half an hour. But yeah, um, I didn't I didn't care about that rule back then. But now now we, we take it pretty seriously, which is which yeah. is nice. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I think we know more, too, these days yeah. about about all that. So it's it's probably in the best interest of everybody. <laughs> so one of the things I want and. and uh, moving on from the NBA, I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're doing a little variety show this week, but one of the things I want to touch on <laughs> last week, um, and I don't know what to call it. I haven't thought of something, something uh, catchy yet. Maybe, maybe we'll leave that to the schlub, but like a, a viral video roundup, something that, that kind of just, I've seen a couple things. I was writing down notes because it, it caught my eye last week um, when the Yankee, the cat got on the field, at Yankee mm-hmm. stadium mm-hmm. and yeah. the guys couldn't get the dang thing off the field. They did such a bad <laughs> job. <laughs> you got to just go in there and you can get it by the scruff. You know, you got to scruff the cat, get him out, get him safely, you know, take care of him. But there was, there was two other that, that caught my mind or my mind this week. Uh, one got a lot of press, um, the Dodgers girl, the Dodgers ball girl who, oh, um, yeah. yeah, I saw a couple of like profile articles on her and I, I got a low key crush on her. She, she seems pretty, pretty <laughs> awesome. But yeah, that, 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 I don't know if it was a shove or a tackle, but man, whatever kind of hit she put on that, uh, that, streaker disrupting the game yeah holy cow that was that was one hell of a hit so yeah um that got lots of that got lots of press i thought that was pretty awesome the other one um not as much press but there was an incident at a, a fc cincinnati game where a toddler who was sitting in the front row with his mom she said she took an eye off him for one second um and as, as she looked back he was running on the field chasing down the ball so you see this picture. The, 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 luckily, the action has moved moved away, and and you know the the game flow isn't anywhere around uh, this this two year old. But you see, mom literally just <laughs> run on the field, scoop up her kid, do like a slide and a, a kick reverse, and then like running back off the field. Um, and security was there, but mainly, I mean, I think they kind of realized that that was not intended. Uh, it was not intentional. So she got some some cheers from the fans in the stadium. Um, but yeah, that was that was the other thing. I just I couldn't stop laughing that, you know, you see just this little little gump around the field and then mom rush running after him as fast <laughs> as she can. Um, I don't know. I, those uh, those I'm going to I'm going to try and keep writing those down and see if we can sneak them in future episodes. But I thought that was pretty funny. They were definitely worth checking out if you guys get a chance to look them up on YouTube. Yeah, I haven't seen the soccer one yet, uh, but that Dodgers ball girl, man, she leveled this dude that was all these dumb people who think it's funny to run onto the field and he got away from all the security people. And I mean, he didn't really have much further to go anyway. He, he was kind of going to run into the wall and be stuck there, but uh, she just came 
right down the line and <laughs> just clipped him. Took him right and, off and his feet. Went, yeah. <laughs> he flipped right over the, the fence and everything. Like his feet were in the air and, uh, and then the, all the cops were like right on top of him and everything. So uh, I was like, yeah, you, de- you deserve that, man. And uh, the other viral thing that just happened last night was the Trey Turner slide. Did you see that? During no, the Dodgers I didn't know what happened. Uh, it's the smoothest slide ever. Google it. Do it right now. Like while I'm trying to explain it, he uh, scores and does, it's he just like pops right back up, like nonchalant, just yeah, real cool and everything. And he's got like a second slide in there with with one of his legs. Like I don't even know how he did it, but everybody's like, oh yeah, I watched this like hundreds of times today, and I just can't get over how cool the slide was. Smooth, okay, MLB's uh, YouTube channel says smoothest slide of all time. <laughs> um, all right, let's see this. All right, single in the right field. Okay, there's a throw, but oh, okay, yeah, that, that is. I mean, that's like that's like cool guys don't look at explosions level of slide right there. Like just <laughs> like I mean, he he might have been he might as well have been sliding on like ice in his driveway. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. I I don't know how he did it. Show the replay. Come on. Come on. There we go. We were we were gawking <laughs> a few episodes about how Tatis Jr. did that like double jump at shortstop. And now we're like, oh yeah, these slides are so cool. So we we get amused pretty easily over here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We we wish we look we would look that cool, but <laughs> have any type of that athletic skill. But yeah, uh, the the rumblings I'm hearing is that Turner's playing well enough that um that Seager might, might be worried about keeping his job. It's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, the Dodgers just have a tractor beam for good players. Like, you know, oh, yeah, hey, Pujols, you stink in Anaheim? Okay, just drive across the city. At least he's, <laughs> he's better than a replacement level player now. Like, yeah. So he's, you know, you added a guy who's almost got what, 700 home runs. Yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah, okay. Like, even if he only hit, one every once in a while you're right oh you had max scherzer oh great like oh uh trevor bauer is still out on uh administrative leave yeah you still have one of the best pitching staffs in the damn nl west so uh yeah as a yankees fan i will say that i i will i will assert i'll make my point clear now they are the new evil empire get off our backs okay <laughs> get off our backs everyone yep i totally agree with that i tell people all the time the the dodgers are the yankees blueprint they are trying to be the Dodgers. And like, I understand that the Dodgers, you know, in this season in particular have gone over the luxury tax that we talk about all the time. People are probably sick of like a hundred million dollars. Right. But they also went under a few years ago to set them down. So like there's different tax brackets, just like there is for rich people and poor people in America. And so that's why I was saying last episode that I can't wait for two years from now when they're slashing payroll to get under the luxury tax again so they can reset and not have to pay as much. Because like everyone else, including the Yankees, they understand that it's dumb to go over the luxury tax when you're paying money to every other team in baseball. Like, why would you want to give other teams free money to compete against you? It makes no sense from a competitive standpoint. And so like, yeah, they're going for it right now. They they understand that their window is is now. They got Bueller, they got Kirsch, they got you know, some really great position players and everything. They got Mad Max now. Like, go all out. But I'm telling you, when that window closes, 
they'll still spend a lot of money because they're the Dodgers, but they will, they will not stay over that luxury tax like they are right now. They will get under it. They might stay under it for a number of years like the Yankees are right now. Maybe they'll go over it again, but the way they develop players is what's allowed them to be a little bit more aggressive with going over. Whereas, and I don't want to like shit on the Yankees. Cause again, they just, they're on this like 12 and four run right now. And uh, clearly their uh, minor league system is a little bit better than people were giving it credit for, but they just, they don't necessarily develop in the same way the Dodgers do um, or the Rays, you know, Dodgers and Rays are probably the two best. Right. And so maybe the Yankees are third with the Red Sox. You know, the Red Sox and the Yankees are, are probably I'm next. The Indians up there. The Indians seem to like yeah. grow pitchers out of those Ohio cornfields. Like, yeah. oh, hey, you, you want to play pitcher? Oh, hey, Cy Young Canada, two years. Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. So you, you take like they're probably top five, maybe the A's, um, you know, are in there too and, and everything. But most organizations don't have any of that shit figured out. So I just, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I personally think if baseball is going to continue like and try to have this competitive balance or whatever, that they should just put in the salary cap. Like at this point, just put it in. Like, what, what are we doing? Why, why are we playing this game where we're trying to pretend that the Marlins and the athletics are going to spend as much money as the Yankees and the Dodgers? Like it's never going to happen. And uh, well, it just gets back to what we talked about a couple weeks ago that, a salary minimum go a floor comes in too so yeah but i'm for all things go to baseball no matter what all things go to baseball (laughs) well that's how it is if people want to listen they'll they'll listen (laughs) (laughs) we're not forcing you to listen but we'd love if you do and seriously folks like we're getting a lot of love i mean i got here i got i got a couple other things oh this is how we're gonna know if ethan will actually listen to us um so i have i have two things for ethan and well, one's for all of us, but one is specifically for Ethan. So the first one uh, comes from cousin Greg um, in our mailbag on Facebook. And uh, it's not really a question. He said, just a quick comment. I am paying attention more and more to merging of cars on ramps since Ethan's rant. Completely agree with him. PA does have some weird ramps that are both on and off. So they are exceptions. Like he mentioned. Also the shift still stinks. So <laughs> that was, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming they live, uh, uh up, uh, north, north central PA. Yeah. yeah I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, put yeah. that out there, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then in awesome news, I've been saving this and I don't feel bad that Ethan's not here, but I think I have figured out who Graham is. Um, and not only have I figured out who Graham is for our five-star review, um, they clarified their five-star review, <laughs> wrote a new one. Um, and so I am uh, going to pull it up here once I find it. Uh, but I believe Graham is Melissa, uh, Melissa Kuberka, who's a basketball coach at uh, St. John Fisher. Um, Melissa, shout out. Uh, thanks for putting in a review. I put it together because um, I'm pretty sure her Instagram handle is the same as what she put. Ah, Matt. So <laughs> I just happened to see it the other day. I'm the scene. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Now her clarification is amazing. And if you want to shout out like Melissa and anyone else who puts this on, this is, this is how you get a shout out. You put the five-star rating and review. You got to put the review on Apple podcasts, but anyway, uh, 
she said to clarify <laughs> the hosts are getting more comfortable with having a conversation and with educating the listener from episode to episode solid baseball tidbits for both the baseball fanatic and someone who doesn't know much you'll never look at merge lanes the same again <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great that's great uh so good we are making an impact that's that's all you can ask for like really that's it oh man uh, i mean i mean i i thought i was a fairly good fairly good traffic merger but even now i'm like extra conscious of it too like all right like get up to speed make sure you're not cutting anyone off like you know he was he had a good point there yeah and he's got he's got to deal with with uh dc traffic so uh, he's uh he's on another level right now i'm lucky i'm in the in the farm fields outside of philly it's kind of quiet out here most of the days so yeah well charlotte traffic is notoriously pretty shitty too and uh I mean, it just happened the other day. We we were driving somewhere and I said to Toddy, I was like, this is exactly what Ethan was talking about. There was someone who was riding my ass on the merge. And as soon it was supposed to be a long merge that we would you know, both eventually get off. But as soon as there was an opportunity, he just flipped right out and messed up the flow of traffic to everything on the right. It was like a five lane highway that we were getting onto, And I was like, whatever. But we get we're getting love people are listening people are interacting this the show is growing that's yeah no i'm i was i was amazed i've got i've got college friends i've got co-workers listening in uh, i've got um you know family members back home so I, it was definitely uh I, i'm i'm happy to hear the love i and i ever i ask everyone the same thing and i'll, I'll make a plea now um I, I want that feedback guys i want to know hey what do you want to hear like you know do you want do you want more uh uh, sabermetrics for dummies you want more uh pop culture stuff you want viral video uh viral video i don't know top top threes or whatever the hell we did today uh, yeah i i got i i'm i'm resisting calling it a a, a breakdown because i'm not doing any breakdowns that, that's that's someone else's shtick um but um you know, let, let me know I, i'm 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 happy i mean you know like I said to Colin earlier, everything goes back to baseball. I can always, I can talk baseball with these guys forever. We can we can dredge up old arguments and talk about you know the minutia of you know balls and strikes and robot umps and all that stuff. Or we can you know we can customize it and keep it light and keep it going. So a um, little, little bit of a non sequitur there. Sorry, Colin. No, I'm on my second fine. beer. Maybe that's it. <laughs> give us the feedback get those five star rating and reviews in let's get some more interaction going on this podcast matt do you have anything to finish this off i have something but i want to see if you have something before well first do you have any copy for uh, protagonist brewing i mean I, i'm i'm happy to be to be featuring one of their beers on tonight uh, uh, again crushable it's already gone i'm on to another beer tonight can you but, can you uh, hold it up again so we can get the, the snapshot like we did oh, last week oh, yeah <laughs> although i don't have i don't have merch but i but not yet don't you know i'm, I'm well I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna visit and i'm gonna get some because i've been trying to feature new beer hats and new beer brewery shirts every week but uh you know protagonist isn't quite there yet but i i'm gonna get some yeah we'll, um, we'll hook you up no no worries either way um, I do have something for protagonist really quick, and then I can get to my my last thing if you're cool with that. Yeah. Uh, so protagonists uh, just started canning their Danks Obama, which <laughs> is an IBA. 
IPA, IPA, how many beers have I had? And <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, I've had it twice because uh, it's it's been out now for roughly a, a month or two. But they just started canning it last week. I don't know if they still have any. Uh, I hope they do because I'm going to get some myself, uh, hopefully, if not this weekend, next. And uh, it's super tasty beer. So uh, definitely head over. Uh, they also have a, um, a, a drag uh, festival, I think they're calling it, uh, on the 13th. Um, so that that's upcoming here uh, pretty quickly, Friday the 13th. Um, so little fun there uh, with everything. But yeah, Protagonist continues to be strong. A lot of great stuff. And uh, one day we're going to do a live show from there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Did, did they time that canning? Um, you know, like uh, former President Obama turned 60 last week. So that's true. I wonder if that was on purpose or not. Because I mean, the only reason the only reason that stuck in my head is because like, oh, he's like almost the same age as my dad. Like, that was kind of <laughs> cool. Like, Papa, Papa Obama. I don't know. I'm weird. But anyway, um, <laughs> um uh, yeah that, that 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 sounded like it would make more sense that you know it, it did it didn't execution wasn't there we'll, we'll leave it at that but um yeah maybe we can even record a live show down there like i don't know an osu penn state game or something i'd be like, down it's halloween that'd be, weekend that'd be fun halloween weekend you already got to play of course you do why why did i even why did i even doubt you of course you know Penn State schedule that's probably like tattooed on the back of your eyelids or something. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting here th- wondering if Syracuse is going to lose to Liberty again this year, but we won't go down that path because <laughs> I don't care about Syracuse football that much. I'm all about not worrying about their football team. So, <laughs> yep, soon, soon we'll be saying that about the basketball team too, but we'll, we'll save that for college basketball season and we'll, we'll get into all that fun. I really only know the Ohio State game in the first few games off the top of my head um my dad's birthday is halloween so i always kind of know what's going on around then um so it's it's on the 30th uh i'm sure the place will be rocking that so they have there's two locations um and they're the low so so um lower south end uh location here in charlotte they have this whole kind of like side room um uh, we've already talked about potentially doing a live show there uh, with, with them. So I, I don't know if it would necessarily work out that night because they might need yeah, the space. Yeah, it might be for... difficult, actually. That's a bad, bad idea. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, they might need the space. But uh, it would be a fun atmosphere for sure to see see a game there, especially a Penn State game, if for some reason Penn State can pull it out, even though it's in Columbus this year. So chances are low, but you never know, never know. But yeah, no, that'll be fun. I'm I'm excited. That'll be, be pretty cool and good to hear that they're canning. I know that's kind of a that's kind of a big breakthrough moment for a lot of a lot of breweries because uh, it enables distribution, which um, you know it, it's a whole another economic business model. We won't dive into that, but essentially, um, you know, turning it in from you know, it, it allows economics of scale, economies of scale. Yeah, economies of scale, as you can start moving beer. Um, through stores instead of just through uh, just through taps and growlers and that you know draft accounts. So it, it's interesting. It's good good for them. It's awesome to see, and I'm looking forward to trying more of the beers now that they're canning. Yeah, I mean but, it was it was a, I mean a, it had to be a literal lifeline for breweries during the pandemic at some point. Yeah, um, but for me it was even a lifeline because we weren't going. You know, Toddy was pregnant, and then we had 
newborns, so we're, we're not going anywhere, you know, until really until we got the vaccine. Um, if we, if we could find a place that was outside and it was a nice day, like, you know, we would uh, kind of calculatedly go and, you know, figure it out, but we really weren't going to breweries and there was a lot of new beers coming out still and, and things like that. And it was a way for me to continue to drink and support Charlotte breweries. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, I'm glad they are too. They, I mean, obviously the ones I, I got you and Ethan um, and, and they have a, a bunch more, but um, yeah, it's, they're, they're good shit for sure. Um, we, we love them. Well, is it about time to wrap up? I, we can do a shorter episode tonight because we're missing one third of the uh, two jocks and one schlub pizza pie tonight. But you know, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know why I want pizza pie, but you know, uh, we're missing a third of it. We're, we're missing. We're we're a Pac Man pizza right now. We're missing our our Ethan slices, so we can we can keep it shorter. Was he the energy guy? I can't remember. The what? what what's the what's the breakdown? The your, oh, your uh, the P's the passionate one. Ah, the passionate one. Yeah, That's you're the professional. He's the passionate one. And I forget what I am. Oh, I'm the glue. I'm the glue guy. I'm happy to be the glue guy. I'm happy to be the sixth man off the bench. <laughs> it's such bullshit because like his passion is really like literally just ranting most of the time. Like it's not, it's not passion. Hey, it's just rants. Hey, lots of people have made careers off of that very thing. So that's true. Skip Bayless comes to mind. <laughs> oh. I wasn't going that direction, but that, yes, that is correct. So, <laughs> all right, we ended on a high note. Say goodbye to the podcast. Adios. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.